0: The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN
1: Sports presents High School Basketball. And the Bearcats equal their largest lead, 35, 28. They've scored eight in a row. At the other end, west side, dribbling all the way in. Inside, Moran forcing the shot, Meisner no good. And here we go the other way. Carney wants to run. It's Snyder pulls up from six and hits it. Tonight, it's a GNAC
2: conference doubleheader from Norfolk as the Carney Bearcats hit the road to tangle with the Panthers.
1: High school basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. And Zach Ryan back in for the Bearcats. Ian Koski, Roseberry, and Cannon Coster and Jake Techmeyer into the right corner. Three Coster on the way. Good. They gave him just a little bit of a seam. And Cannon Coster has seven of the nine points here for Carney High. And
3: Carney High is throwing together some wins over the past two weeks. The boys have won four straight, while the girls have won four of their last five. Tonight, they'll have a tough test in a hostile Norfolk gymnasium. It's the Bearcats and Panthers coming up next, but first, new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Norfolk with ESPN Radio's Doug Duda.
2: Right after this word from New Tech Seed.
1: And good evening, everyone. From northeastern Nebraska, home of the Norfolk Panthers, it's time for Friday Night Basketball on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation as the Cardi Bear Cats take on their GNAC rivals, the Norfolk Panthers. Glad to have you along with us on the New Tech Seed pregame show. A little late start today because the JV games went a little longer than normal, so we'll tip it off here in about six minutes. And we're glad you're along with us for a doubleheader that should be very competitive tonight. Carney and Norfolk girls both made the state tournament last year. Norfolk went in as the number eight seed and advanced on to the state championship game, but the teams did not play at the state tournament. Of course, Carney High was uh, knocked out in the opening round of that state tournament last year in a close one against Lincoln Northeast. Norfolk beat the number one seed Omaha Benson, then they beat Bellevue West and then lost to Omaha Westside, who of course Carney beat earlier this month. The Carney girls starting to get healthy, starting to hit their stride. They've won four of their last five to get to 12 and 7 on the year. While for the Norfolk Lady Panthers, they had their four game winning streak snapped last weekend with back to back losses to Fremont, the number one team in the state, and Millard West. So not bad losses, just Tough, tough competition last weekend for the Lady Panthers. In the boys' game, Carney High has won four in a row, and they look for five tonight. This would be a huge win for the Bearcats. They're on that bubble, and again, assuming that they can continue to win, they're on that bubble to try and be one of the seven sites to host a district tournament. They're already going to host that first round, but if they can get the district final at home, that would be huge as well. They're back home tomorrow against Lincoln North Star. And then next weekend, they play a pair of clubs that are well below 500 in Columbus and Omaha Benson. We'll take a break and be back with the starting lineups as we get ready for Bearcat Basketball here on ESPN Radio.
0: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle.
4: At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Let's take a look at
1: the starting lineup for tonight's girls game brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for the Lady Bearcats, number four is a 5'9 junior, Mariah Ross. Number five, a 5'6 junior, Kelsey Clark. Number 14, 5'9 senior, Lauren Spiker. Number 24, a 5'11 senior, Taylor Moran. And number 30, the 5'10 senior, Skylar Snyder, the team's leading scorer at just under 20 points a game. She also became the school's all-time career-leading scorer just a week ago. The head coach of the Cardi Lady Bearcats, Jason Boyd, assisted by Don Clark, Carmen Grant, and J.D. Carson, 12-7 on the season. For the Norfolk Lady Panthers, wearing number zero is their leading scorer, Kyla Moore. She's a five-six sophomore. Number 11, 5'10 senior, Erica Hansen. Number 14, a 5'9 senior, Riley Johnson. Number 25, 5'10 junior, Jenna Yochum, averages just under 10 a game. At number 41, a six-one sophomore, Taylor Stoltz, averages just over 7 a game. The head coach of the Panthers is Jared Oswald, assisted by Aaron Bradley, Trevor Austin, Amber Johnson, and Jason Ayers. 11-8 and 8 on the season for the Lady Panthers. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We're also heard online at platteriverpreps.com. You can hear it live. The podcasts are up right after each and every game. And our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. Schedule a campus visit today. Back with more after this timeout. Let's take a look at our injury report tonight. It's brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And for Kearney High, we may see actually a return to the floor tonight. And Alexis Mishu, a freshman that has been banged up and may get some playing time tonight for Coach Boyd. For Norfolk, one of their top scorers, and again, they're very balanced with four girls between 7 and 11 half points, but they will be without... 5'8", senior Tiara Wilson, Uh, she is out with, had her tonsils out, she's been ill, so they took care of that, and uh, Tiara will not play in tonight's basketball game. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. On our sister station, Classic Hits 98.9, we've got a Luplatt Conference doubleheader going on tonight as the Pleasanton Bulldogs are hosting the Loomis Wolves. And don't forget tomorrow, all eight games of the Heartland Hoops Classic from Grand Island, starting with Amherst and BDS at 9 a.m. We'll have the early games on Classic Hits. Then at 2 o'clock, it's the D3 District Wrestling Championships from Cambridge, and then back to the Heartland Hoops Classic. While we have wrestling on Classic Hits, the afternoon Heartland Hoops Classic games will be right here on ESPN. So keep it here for action all weekend long. And then don't forget on Sunday, the 18th annual Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. We'll talk with area coaches and state qualifiers as they get ready to go to Omaha next Thursday. And that's at 3 on Sunday. And, of course, one week from today, we'll be there with live coverage of the semifinals. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark. or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We'll tip it off next. It's time for basketball here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. The Bearcats wearing their traveling blue with the black numerals and then the home maroon with white lettering. Oh, actually, the home white with maroon lettering for Norfolk. We'll go from right to left. Carney from left to right. We're ready to get this double doubleheader underway. The ball is in the air and the opening jump going to be controlled by Norfolk. And Carney High will come out. It looks like right off the bat wants to play a little bit of a Matchup, maybe a box and one here with the one on Jenna Yocum. Work the ball around the perimeter. Now they'll slide back into a man-to-man. Maybe a triangle and two. We'll figure it out here. The first jumper of the game is no good, and Skyler Snyder will get the rebound, and Snyder will bring it up the floor. She's the last one across the timeline. Going to see how far she can go. A little jump stop. Takes a five-footer. It's up too strong. Rebound brought down by Stoltz. And across the timeline come the Panthers and Kyla Moore. She'll be the leading scorer in the starting lineup. Gives it off to the right wing. Wide open is Hanson. Nobody covers her, but she misses the eight-footer. Rebound brought down by Carney, and then a foul going to be called. Lauren Spiker with the rebound, and Riley Johnson with the foul. She kind of had that surprised look on her face. I'm going to have to agree with her there. It looked like she just poked the basketball away, but when you reach in, sometimes they'll just call it every time, so we'll see if that's the way they play it here. Carney High with the basketball, and Norfolk is going to go box and one here on Skylar Snyder. So let's see who steps up. But she's used to that. Carney's used to that. Spiker with it on the right wing. Back out to Clark. They see the defense, and now they'll set it up again. Guarding Snyder is going to be Erica Hansen. Into the corner, Spiker at three to start the game is good. Lauren Spiker with the first bucket of the ball game, and Carney is up 3 0, a minute 15 in. Quickly up the floor come the Panthers. Swing it to Yokum. Yoakum to the high post, now dumps it into the corner to Moore. Back up top, Hanson, around the perimeter. Carney is willing to sag in and pack things in here, make Norfolk shoot it from the outside. Ball fake Moore, Carney bit, she drives, gets it knocked out of her hands, and out of bounds. Norfolk ball underneath their own hoop. Carney looking for their fifth win in six games here. And then they'll be back home tomorrow against North Star. And again, for the girls, the three remaining teams after tonight, all are below 500. So the Bearcats, if they can take care of business, could be in good shape going to the postseason off the inbounds more. She'll try the three. It's no good. Mariah Rost will pull down the rebound. Carney gets it to Snyder into the lane. She walked. She tries to step through that double team a lot. That time, the Panther defense held their ground. She bumped into them, and that caused the extra step. First turnover of the game will go on the Bearcats. 3-0 3-0 in favor of Carney High off the Lauren Spiker 3. This is KXPN Carney KICS Hastings, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Moore will dribble to the right side of the key, kick it up top here to Johnson. On the left wing, they'll get it to Yokum. The junior will hold the ball above her head. Give it off, take it back, curl to the right side, working on Ross, throws it up too strong. Backside rebound is pulled down momentarily by Johnson, and then a magic trick. She says, where'd the ball go? It went behind her, on the floor, a jump, And the arrow points the way of Kearney High. Bearcats, three games this week, have the make-up game on Tuesday with Hastings at Kearney 1, 51-40. Avenging one of their earlier season losses in the GNAC tournament. These teams did not play in the GNAC. Here's a three-pointer in the right-hand corner for Ross, no good. Rebound brought down by Taylor Moran. She's going to dribble it out of there. And then as she stops on the left wing, they're going to say that she walked with a basketball, didn't get stopped as quickly as she wanted to. We are right here at midcourt, ground level, right behind the scorer's table at Norfolk. Not the biggest Class A gym, but that's what gives it a little bit of its luster and will be full for the boys' game tonight. Trying to post up is Taylor Stoltz. The entry pass knocked away by Moran and out of bounds. There's not a lot of room to work 15 feet and in unless Norfolk starts setting some better screens. Carney is really packing things in here as Wilt Moore will throw it in. Nothing in, so she throws it all the way out top to Johnson. Now they get it inside and reach over on Moran. Went right back to the well there, and Taylor called for her first personal foul. That's the first foul of the game on Carney. And we'll throw it in again. They're getting a lot of practice on the Panthers' side for these inbounds. Dump it into the corner to Johnson. She will hold the ball. Then Riley waits for Moore to come out top. Not a lot of excitement from this Norfolk offense. They'll try a three-pointer. It is no good. And Taylor Moran will pull down the rebound. And off to the races of the Bearcats. Snyder, beautiful crossover dribble. Gets by Moore. Pulls up from 10. It's no good. The rebound is being batted around. It's headed out of bounds. It's off a Spiker. And will belong to Norfolk. Spiker about three times was going to be able to grab it. When there are two Norfolk players kind of falling down, and each time they did, they stuck their hand out and moved it about three feet away from Spiker, and she never could get it until it was too late. So three minutes in, and we've got one bucket. Three-nothing Carney, and the Bearcats on the inbound going to try and play a little pressure defense here. Moore gets it across the timeline. Fans thinking in over and back, and it clearly wasn't. You've got to be all the way across, and now a walk anyway. So that was the groan you heard in the background. Not our spot to explain the rules, at least yet, in the basketball game. So Carney High will throw it in. It was kind of the Norfolk fans, too, that were groaning about their own kid. 3-0, Carney with the lead on the Spiker 3. Rost with it on the right wing, doesn't want it, reverse it over to Spiker, this time on the left wing. Again, sagging enough here in this box and one Norfolk. If Carney wants to shoot threes, they're going to be able to. Clark to Ross. Mariah will, and it's good. All net for Mariah Rost and it is six to 6-0 Bearcats on a couple of threes with 4.20 to go here in the first quarter. 1-2-2, two, two, about a half-court zone trap. Can't even really call it three quarters as it's into the front court. Yoakam to Moore. Norfolk has not put the ball on the floor but one time and drove to the hoop. Leah Buss has checked in now for the Panthers. She's got the ball at the top of the circle, and she was so open to shoot that top of the key three. She did the two-step, then the waltz, and maybe a little foxtrot, and they blow the whistle. That's too bad for her because she nailed the three-pointer. Third turnover for Norfolk. Midway through the first quarter of play, Kelsey Clark has the ball between the circles. Skip pass over off the screen to Spiker. Open three on the way. It's off the mark, no good. Rebound comes out to Riley Johnson. She's got her second, and up the floor, Underneath, wide open Stoltz got Snyder in the air. Then Snyder blocked the shot. She held on to it too long. And Snyder blocked the shot and took it away. The fourth Norfolk turnover. She can't go all the way to the other end, so she'll dish it to Spiker. Corner three is good. And that's where Carney High is living right now. We talked about it about a minute and a half ago. If they want to shoot threes, Norfolk's going to let them, and it may change the complexion of the game here. And a timeout's going to be called by Coach Jared Oswald. So the D is great for Carney. And Norfolk's letting him shoot threes. Carney's three of five, 318 to go in the first quarter of play. Bearcats nine, and the Norfolk Lady Panthers nothing this time out. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank.
2: Young people are the future of agriculture. The Aurora Cooperative is helping to secure that future by offering scholarships to students enrolling in ag-related college majors for the 2016-2017 school year. Graduating seniors as well as current college students qualify. A total of 10 $500 scholarships and five $1,000 scholarships will be awarded. You can find more information and the application at auroracoop.com or inquire with your guidance counselor. Deadline for application is March 11th. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities.
1: Out of the Panther timeout. Doug Duda back with you here at Norfolk. Big thank you to Dennis Dolliver and the crew here for their hospitality. 9 0 early on for the Carney High. And Norfolk again tries to get it to Stoltz. They double her back out top the bus. Into the paint. She'll kick it back out to Johnson. A lot of time of possession outside of the arc here for the Norfolk Panthers. Moore gets on the left baseline. She's actually as close as she's been. Back out to bus though. And Norfolk really befuddled here by the Kearney defense. And this is not a team that really struggles offensively. Norfolk averages about 45 points a game. I mean, it's not 60, but that's pretty average for most of the girls' teams that are 11 and eight on the season. Holding the ball, holding the ball. Coach Oswald is even a little perturbed over here. He'll kick it to Bush. she'll get a 12-footer, it's no good. Moore got it underneath and then she's fouled. Good effort by Taylor Moran. It just looked bad. She was flailing the arms in there, and Moore's going to get a chance to put Norfolk on the board. For Taylor, that'll be her second personal foul. That's probably why she was more agitated than anything. (laughs) Coach Boyd turns to the bench, says she must not have fouled her. Taylor very animated on that one, and the free throw is up, and it is good. Moran out. Jessica Fritzen will check in. And Norfolk gets on the board with 2.26 to go here in the first quarter. 9-1 Carney, And the leading scorer for the Panthers, the sophomore guard, Kyler Moore, puts the second free throw up, and it's right through there. So 9-2 Bearcats, and Norfolk doesn't pressure the basketball. Thought maybe that was part of their strategy and why they were struggling as Carney gets it down to the right block to Fritz and quickly gets it back out top and swings it over to the left wing to Mariah Rost. She'll do a 360 dribble right into a double team. Jump ball. Arrow points the way of Norfolk. The third turnover for the Bearcats. So an unusual start to our game. We played six minutes and nobody's got a two-point bucket yet as Kyla Moore will walk it up the floor. Three threes for Carney and a pair of free throws for the Panthers. And a travel called on Norfolk. Again, they're just trying to walk it up the floor and throw it over the top of Spiker. It's not a pressure defense. It's more of a Use some clock defense. Turnover number five by the Panthers. Again, they're without Tiara Wilson, maybe missing the senior more than we realize with two minutes to go here in the first quarter. With it on the left side of the key will be Clark. Back up top to Spiker. Snyder has yet to score the game against this box and one. Guarding her now is Erica Hansen. Over to Ross. She finds a space. Right elbow puts it up from 13. No good. Long rebound out to Buss. Norfolk would like to run, but the numbers aren't there, so Moore will slow it down back to Bus. Spiker playing really defense on both of the guards. Skip pass over the left wing to Yokum. Yokum didn't handle it cleanly, and then it's knocked away, but grabbed just before it went out of bounds by Bus. Might have actually hit the player trying to check in. Here's a three in the corner, and good for the Panthers, Jenna Yokum. So the first bucket of the ball game is a three-pointer for Norfolk. Nine to five, and at the other end. A big collision, and taking one of the chops is going to be Lawrence Spiker. The foul on Jenna Yocum. Sometimes you fake too good. And right into a situation like that. 1.14 to go. First quarter, Carney 9. Norfolk 5. But now carney has been stuck on 9 for over 2 and a half minutes. And the Panthers have scored 5 in a row. Inbounds to in the front court, goes right into the corner to Ross and back out top to Clark. Top of the key, they'll give it to Fritzen off the screen. Clark, this time Norfolk getting out there a little closer, making the three-pointer maybe a couple of feet behind the arc to Spiker or to Snyder into the corner to Ross for three more. That one is no good. Rebound picked up by Moore. Moore wants to run. It's two on two. Moore all the way in. Layup is good. Beautiful athletic move by Kyla Moore. Carney got the first nine, Norfolk gets the next seven, and it's a two-point game with 40 seconds to go here in the quarter. Snyder off the screen, top of the key three is good. The fourth three of the first quarter here for the Cats, and they're back up five with 30 seconds to go. Running and gunning at the other end, Bus runs right into the defender, Fritzer ties her up, and Fritzen will force the jump ball, which goes to Carney. The Bearcats now have a chance to play for the last shot, if they want, and it looks like that's what Coach Boyd is going to tell Fritzen to do. So Jessica walks the ball across the timeline here. 20 seconds, gives it over to Rost. Avery Wood in the game for Carney. Carney just holds it. Norfolk says fine. Trying to make sure Snyder doesn't get it. Fritzen now has it with nine seconds. They're looking for Snyder, but they better look elsewhere. Fritzen into the corner to Rost with three seconds, two seconds. They're going to force it. It's not even close, and Carney didn't get a shot. Sometimes you wait way too long, and that's what the Bearcats did. But at the end of one on the road, it's the Carney Lady Cats 12, and the Norfolk Lady Panthers 7. Here on KXPN, Carney K I C S Hastings and Plant And welcome back to Norfolk High School. Along with our producer engineer, Billy Williams, I'm Doug Duda. And Carney High leads at 12-7 after one. Norfolk will get the ball to start the second quarter. They were shut out for nearly the first six minutes. Stoltz at the high post to Moore. She'll try a three, and it is good. And Kyla Moore with seven of the ten points here for the Panthers. 12-10. Carney High after jumping out to a 9-0 lead. Wood in the front court. Four players with three-point buckets. Spiker has two of them. Carney yet to have a two-point bucket, and they really haven't been able to get the ball in the paint yet. Wood at the top of the circle. She'll drive, give it off in the corner to Clark, who has to come back to get it up top. Spiker takes it right side of the key, drives, has it deflected in there, getting a hand on it is Jenna Yokum. And we've got a ball that's knocked out of bounds. Was there a foul? I don't believe so. It's just going to belong to Norfolk. So six for Spiker, and then Rost and Snyder each have a three. Carney was four of seven in the first quarter from three-point land, and Avery Wood knocks down the defender on the pressure and is going to be called for a foul. First foul on Avery, third on Carney. Taylor Moran with a couple of early ones shows she is still on the bench here for Coach Boyd. And it will be inbounded to Stoltz. Stoltz tries missed the layup, then she ran over her own teammate trying to get the rebound, but she will run it down, and Taylor will kick it up top and a chance to tie or even take the lead here for the first time for Norfolk. High post, and it's going to be knocked away. The steal made by Avery Wood. The seventh Norfolk turnover down the floor to Spiker, and she's fouled right underneath the hoop by Kyla Moore. The first on Moore, and two free throws coming up for Spiker. These will be the first charity tosses of the game. For Carney. But Norfolk's on a 10 3 run. Carney needs to put some separation again here. They played so well in the first quarter, and really the scoreboard doesn't show it. Free throw is good by Spiker. She's got seven. And checking in is Alexis Michoud. She's been out a while with injury, and Coach Boyd says we may see her here. Second free throw is good by Spiker. She's got eight. Bearcats have 14, but it's a four-point lead, 14-10 to 10 here at Norfolk. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Driving by Johnson. She'll run into Mishu and draw the foul. Jenna Yoakam will go to the line. Excuse me, not Johnson. Yokum driving in. The foul on Michoud. Her first. Yoakam hit a three-pointer. She's the only player besides Moore to score so far tonight for the Panthers. And the free throw is good. Norfolk's Gymnasium, very similar to Carney High's, newer, but as far as they have the stage on one end, and then, of course, they have the stands on each side of the benches. the second free throw, no good. Snyder will bring down the rebound, her second. Fritzen's in there, along with Snyder, Spiker, Clark, and the three-pointer on the way by Clark is good. Kelsey Clark becomes the fourth different Bearcat to hit a three-pointer. And I wanted to complete the five that were on the floor there for the Bearcats. Mishu the other. They put the press on. Norfolk struggles with it a little bit, but gets it across the timeline. They'll go four corners here. Really spread the floor. Only Stoltz is inside the three-point arc. Now flashing to the high post is Hansen, but all she did was catch it and move it along. They'll roll it back over to the left baseline. Joachim. Joachim looking for a ball screen. Gets it on a pick-and-roll down to Stoltz, and she's fouled by Fritzen. For Jessica Fritzen, that'll be her first personal foul, fifth team foul here on the Bearcats. And checking in for Norfolk, Leah Buss is back and Allison Temple will come in for the first time. Moore to throw it in as they'll box the lane on the inbounds play. Six-point lead for Carney. And Mishu went right for the steal, didn't get it to Moore. And Mishu switches on her, trying to keep an eye on her so she doesn't fire that three. Zone off the inbounds here for the Bearcats. Ball knocked away by Clark, but it caught to Riley Johnson. And Kyla Moore finally says, let's just forget that. and Walk up to the top of the circle and set up their half-court offense. Buss on the weak side. Back to Moore. They'll rotate it right side for Temple. Back to Moore. Top of the key. And the three-pointer is good. Kyla Moore hits her second three of the quarter. And it's 10 for her and 14 for the team. 17-14 Bearcats. By three, Fritzen. Off the screen, left side to Clark in the corner. Spiker, Spiker for three to answer, but it's too strong. And Buss will pull down the rebound for Norfolk. Down by three with five minutes to go here in the quarter. Number two, left corner, they'll get it to Yoakum. Bounce pass, Johnson up top. I got to get Johnson and Yoakum together here. Similar looking young ladies. Back on the right wing. They'll get it to Bus back up top to Johnson. Moving the ball a little quicker, trying to lob it into Stoltz, somehow grabbed it between two players, but that's why she walked. It bounced off the defender fronting her, and she was reaching to get it, end up walking with the basketball. The eighth turnover for Norfolk, Carney has three, with 4.40 to go here in the first half. Carney by three, they've led the whole way. They jumped out nine-nothing on three threes and trying to fight through a screen. A foul on Temple. Of the Panthers. That will be her first and Norfolk's fourth. 17-14, Carney High. Haven't really had a lot of up and down in this basketball game. Make a bucket, run to the other end. Happened a couple of times. Clark off the inbounds, waiting, waiting. Spiker comes all the way around, but nothing there. Back up top to Mishu. Mishu gives it off to Clark. And she'll dribble between the circles. Looked like they were gonna go high-1-4. Mishu on the right wing, dribbles to the baseline. And dribbled it out of bounds as she ran into the double team of Buss and Johnson. Fourth turnover for Carney. And let's see who makes the next move here. It's kind of gotten quiet at the Panther Dome here in Norfolk. Long pass into the front court to Moore, two on two. They try to screen her. She runs into Fritzen. She'll make the layup, no whistle. And Kyla Moore, eight in the quarter, twelve in the game. She's already got her season per game average: 17-16. Coach Boyd has not burned a timeout yet, and it's getting into that portion of the game where they may need one because they have drawn stagnant here on offense. Clark's trying to find Snyder. Skyler with one three-pointer, that's it. shoot to Spiker. Spiker has been the bulk of the offense, and she walked. It was supposed to be a give-and-go, and the goer didn't look. Turnover number five for Carney High, and back in will be Taylor Moran, which should definitely help the postgame. And Rost will come in for Norfolk, Yokum. So Kearney has Moran, Mishu, Snyder, Rost, and Clark out there. Norfolk trying to get it set here. We've got Hansen, Buss, Yokum, Stoltz, and Temple. Norfolk ball trailing by one, looking for their first lead of the game with 3.40 to go in the half. 17-16, Kearney high. Norfolk very deliberate to get it across the timeline. Yocum swings it over to Buss. Bus fires it inside to Stoltz. Mishu got a hand on it, deflects it out of bounds, and now Avery Wood will check in. And Clark will get a breather. Carney High Athletic Director Mitch Stein, going to join us at halftime. Talk about what's planned for the final home games in the old barn. And he'll join us here at half, We'll also look at the first half stats and get you ready for the boys' game. On KXPN Carney, K-I-C-S. Hastings bus drives, bus scores, bus is fouled. Bus walked with it about 25 feet away from the hoop. She just backed up, and I think they caught the official off guard as it did me. Like, what just happened there? And everybody went flat-footed, and Bus just took off for the hoop. So Leah Buss, a chance at a three-point play, and Norfolk with their first lead, the foul on Snyder. Her first free throw, no good. Snyder will grab her third rebound, but it's 18-17, Norfolk. Snyder brings it into the front court. Off the screen, another foul. Snyder's three doesn't go anyway. And that's two times now that Allison Temple has just ran right over the screener. She's got two. The team has five. And it'll be Bearcat Basketball Wood to throw it in in front of the Norfolk bench. Norfolk lets them. Up top, they'll go. And again, Snyder ends up on the ground. Over to the right side to Mishu. On the block, Moran. She's doubled puts it on the floor, dribbles it right off the foot of a Norfolk Panther, and momentum has switched. Norfolk has stopped turning it over, and now they're scoring. Carney is turning it over, and they've been stuck on 17 forever. 18-17 Panthers inside bus with a left hand. Snyder blocks the shot, and we've got to get the other two officials involved in this basketball game. Mr. Happy Whistle over here just blows it again. Snyder with her second foul. And Leah Buss will go to the line and shoot two. 0 of 1. Coach Boyd talking to the official, too. That was just a bad call. That was bad, bad, bad. Right in front of all of us, easily a blocked shot. And now the top scorer for Carney has two fouls. Free throw by Buss is up and in. 19-17. That's eight in a row by the Panthers. And make it nine as it's up and in. Norfolk's went on a couple of runs. 7-0 in the first quarter. 9-0 here in the second quarter. And they lead it by 3. 20-17 to with 2.40 to go before halftime. Wood up top. Working around the perimeter. Skip pass over to Wood. Doesn't even look at the 3. She wants to find somebody else. Snyder's still in there with the two fouls. And right now they've got Temple on her with two fouls. If you're going to box in one with Temple, Snyder should be able to get the ball here. Or at least you get a third foul. And- Carney's to the other side. Wood shoots the three. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Jenna Yocum. And up the floor, the long pass goes over the head of Riley Johnson. Kyla Moore, who had a breather, will come back in. Kelsey Clark will counter for the Bearcats. And, okay, here comes Temple out. Carney had a major mismatch at the other and last possession, and didn't utilize it. Now things will change up here with the Panther defense. They've stayed boxing one well on Snyder, and, back on her is going to be Erica Hansen. So the Bearcats, who were hitting threes in the first quarter, are going to try and go back to them here. And fighting through the screen, they're going to call it on Skylar Snyder, And she just picked up her third foul by the same ref again. Boy, we were cruising right along for 12 minutes, then all of a sudden things have changed. And Skylar Snyder picks up her third foul. And Carney can't get anybody to the bench quick enough to check her in. Snyder needs to go stand in a corner so she doesn't get her fourth here. Norfolk up three. They've scored nine in a row. Johnson out top to bus. And then it's thrown away by Norfolk. Instead of an over and back, it's going to go all the way to the backcourt and out of bounds. Snyder's going to come out. Now, she's not been a big factor in the game. Three points, three rebounds, one block. But she's taken up a lot of Norfolk's attention That won't be the case now with a minute 38 to go here in the first half. And the Bearcats to throw it in. They'll lob it in to Fritzen, but she turns and kicks it right back out top. Carney's offense has changed here in the last three minutes. There hasn't been much of one, but they were a lot more confident early on. Fritzen right side of the key into the corner to Rost. See if they can get something going here in the last 90 seconds. A bucket, maybe two. Clark. Everything outside now. Moran's in there with the two fouls, so she's careful as well, but well defended as the ball's knocked away. On Moran is Riley Johnson for Norfolk. 20-17, and Carney has still not scored a two-point bucket in this game. Five threes and a pair of free throws. Right elbow with it is Moran. Back to Clark. Off the screen, Kelsey's three, hits the front of the iron. No good. And trying to get the rebound, it'll send him into the band, and out of bounds it goes. To Norfolk, one to go in the first half, 20-17. Norfolk now at the lead. They've scored nine straight. Carney started the game with nine in a row. Press is broke, but too deep. Joakim, they'll have to kick it back out top to Moore. 50 seconds to go. Kyla spreads the floor here and gets it to Buss. Back over to Erica Hansen. Yokum. Now getting free as Johnson comes into the paint, but her bounce pass is right at the ankles and through the feet of Erica Hansen and her 11th turnover, Norfolk's 11th turnover. And Carney High is going to go to the bench and bring Lauren Strubing in here, get Moran out on offense so she doesn't get a third foul here. But who does Carney have out there now that'll take a shot? Clark, Fritzen, Wood, Strubing and Rost, I mean, they'll all take the shot, but as far as taking this last one, who will it be? 25 seconds to go, Wood uses her dribble up, needs some help, still needs some help, finally just got rid of it to Kelsey Clark. They're trying to play for the last shot and nobody's moving. Clark with the ball in the middle of the floor. Picture dribble of feet, up 26 feet away, gives it to Fritzen, back over to Clark. Clark drives through the double team, ball knocked away. Kearney high, trying to get a three at the horn. Fritzen throws it up, but nowhere good. Nowhere near it. And Norfolk, good defense at the end of both the first and the second quarters to shut down the Kearney Bearcats. And we go to halftime. Norfolk 20 and Carney 17 here on KXBN, Kearney. KICS Hastings. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Even more basketball at the 9th annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring
2: a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Duran Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight
1: games featuring seven area teams. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. And a limited number of tickets also at TM Sporting Goods in downtown Kearney.
2: When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric,
1: Plumbing, and Heating. Call 308-236-6437 or 995-4481 today. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local Yellow Pages. Halftime of our girls game, Norfolk ends the half on a 9-0 run, and the Lady Panthers lead Carney High 20 to 17. We'll see if the Bearcats can figure out a remedy to the home cooking during <laughs> our first, during our 10 minutes of halftime here. And we'll look at the stats here in just a little bit. Also remind you, Pleasanton-Lumas, FKC basketball currently going on on Classic Hits 98.9. Tomorrow all eight games of the Heartland Hoops Classic as well with the D3 District Wrestling Finals tomorrow from Cambridge getting underway at two on Classic Hits 98.9. Coming up in just a minute, we're gonna talk with the athletic director at Carney High, Mitchell Stein. Uh, we are down to the final two regular season games in the old barn, but uh, Mitch, uh, the way the kids are playing, it looks like uh, probably some postseason there, but it's been a pretty good basketball season for these two squads.
3: Yeah, you know, both teams have, uh, have they've just gotten better throughout the year, uh, right? You know, they played a pretty tough schedule. Um, even some of our uh, non-class A games, whether it's Gretna or Scottsbluff or whoever, it's been a tough schedule. We like it that way just to prepare them for the final couple weeks of the season in a district play, and and tonight's a big weekend for both teams, um, or to, this weekend is, just from, from a wild-card point perspective and whatnot. So um, we're looking to, uh, you know, the, boy, the boys have an outside shot at a, uh, at a one seed if they, if they kind of run the table here, and the girls probably looking at a two seed, um, providing they can come back here. So um, a big weekend. Uh, we wouldn't want it any other way. Tell me a little bit about
1: scheduling now in class. I don't know that we've ever directly talked about this. You're not doing most of the scheduling for basketball now that uh, Metro and the western part of the state has come together, so are we going to get to a point where it's the same schedule two years in a row, home and home, or is it going to be fairly different every single year?
3: It's going to be fairly different every um, every two years. You know, there's a, a Class A subcommittee that puts together the schedule, and it's represented around the state, Metro, HAC, um, GNAC, and so... Um, WE'LL SEE A DIFFERENT SCHEDULE EVERY COUPLE YEARS. Um, um, YOU KNOW, THERE'S MIXED EMOTIONS AND MIXED FEELINGS ON THAT, BUT, uh, YOU KNOW, WHAT WE TELL OUR COACHES AND WHAT WE TELL OUR PLAYERS IS WHATEVER SCHEDULE WE GET, WE'LL SHOW UP AND WE'LL PLAY IT AND uh, WE'LL LET THE CHIPS FALL WHERE THEY MAY.
1: SPEAKING OF THAT, and YOU CAN GIVE ME A NO COMMENT HERE IF YOU WANT. <laughs> I SHOULD HAVE WARNED YOU ABOUT THIS. but uh the word is that Norfolk is going to be leaving the GNAC and there's going to be a lot of different changes going on with a lot of conferences around there is the GNAC going to change what is Carney looking at doing
3: yeah um you know we don't know right now to be to be real honest with you um you know I think Carney and Norfolk are both looking at the at the Heartland Athletic Conference um or have some interest there and and uh you know it's just one of those things that's fluid and probably uh you know uh, each day might be different, AND whatnot, but uh, you know we'll see. We'll we'll do what's best for Carney High, and Norfolk will do what's best for Norfolk High, and, and uh, hopefully that'll that'll um, solidify itself over here over the next couple months. Half
1: time of our girls' game here on ESPN. Norfolk twenty, Carney seventeen. We're talking with Bearcat Athletic Director Mitchell Stein. Well, next Friday is the official last game, and it's good that the kids will be able to play in the postseason at home, although it kind of changes what you guys are gonna do. You wanna do senior night tomorrow. Tell us what you've got planned here uh, over the end of this uh, run at the old bar.
3: Yeah, it's it's a busy time, right? I mean, there's so much going on with district wrestling tomorrow and state wrestling next week, and um, you know, we push senior night to tomorrow night um, just to make room for for uh, you know the, the last regular season game in the old barn, and so we've got a plenty plenty of activities that uh, for next Friday night that that I think is a good balance of keeping the focus on the student athletes in the game, but also honor what an incredible place that's been for 50 some years, um, and we're looking forward to doing that. We'll send some stuff out and start talking about that more next week, but we're really looking forward to uh, you know honoring that that past history of Carney High School, and and then. Um, um, at some point, we'll move on to the, the new high school. Is there anything you can share with us that will be special next Friday, or you want to wait on that? No, I, you know, I think uh, just from a general standpoint, um, you'll see some, um, some former principals, former athletic directors, basketball coaches. Um, we're bringing back and invited them to come back and just share in that last experience. And so um, you'll see some. Some familiar faces and some that maybe you haven't seen in a while, and it'd be good to have them back in the building one final time. And Mitch, how's things looking at the new school? I was just down there today, and it's looking really, really good. Uh, you know, the the main gyms and the and the auxiliary gyms are painted. Um, they're ready to put up the hoops um, here in the next week or two. Scoreboards, those types of things, and then floor probably will go in mid March to the first of April. Now that'll, that'll be about a two month process, so. From an athletic perspective, um, that's all I saw today. From an athletic perspective and activity perspective, it's really coming on. And, and uh, you know, we, get, we got some unfinished business here to, to, to wrap things up. And then we're really looking forward to moving in in August. Well, let's set it out the right way. And Mitch is going to be back with us Monday on the Doug
1: and Daddy Show to talk more about it. But uh, let's see if we can get some more wins for the Bearcats that's here. That sounds
3: great. Thanks for having
1: me. Thanks, Mitch. We'll take a break. Take a look at the first half stats right after this. Let's take a look at our first half stats. First off, for the Carney Lady Bearcats, they have not made a two point bucket. They have five threes and a pair of free throws. Mariah Ross, three points and a rebound. Kelsey Clark, three points. Lauren Spiker, eight points and a rebound. Two rebounds for Taylor Moran, who had some early foul trouble. And Skylar Snyder has three fouls, three points, three rebounds, one block. And I will tell you that uh, Skylar Snyder has one foul and has been called for three fouls in the game. So she's going to have to be careful here in the second half. Seventeen points, seven rebounds, two out of two at the free throw line, five of 11 from three-point land, one block, six turnovers. For Norfolk, Kyla Moore, their leading scorer, as she has been all season. She averages about 12 a game. She's got 12 in the first half, two rebounds. Leah Bus, four points, two rebounds. Riley Johnson, two rebounds. Jenna Yoakum, four points, a rebound and a block. And Taylor Stoltz has two rebounds here in the game. Twenty points, nine rebounds, five out of seven at the free throw line, three of five from three point land, eleven turnovers for Norfolk, and that's what's kept them from getting a bigger lead than they already have. Carney jumped out nine nothing, but here at the half, Norfolk twenty, Carney seventeen, and you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report here on ESPN Radio. And welcome back to Norfolk. Want to say a big thank you to Mr. Dolliver and the crew here for their hospitality. Carney High will get the ball to start quarter number three, and they'll take a jumper from the right wing. The shot no good by Ross, but an offensive rebound by Kelsey Clark. Thought we were going to see our first two-point bucket of the game for Carney High. Norfolk comes out. Looks like they're going to stay in that box in one. Snyder goes to the right side, so they give it to Clark on the left side, and her three-pointer is good. Second three of the game for Clark, and that'll tie it up quickly here on the opening possession of the second half. 20 to 20, 30 seconds in, now Norfolk gets their first crack. Driving into the paint is Johnson. She'll kick it back out of the right wing, get it back at the free throw line. Riley's jumper is no good. Offensive rebound, Moore gets smothered as she tries to force it back up, and it's gonna be knocked out of bounds by Kelsey Clark, who swats it away. Norfolk needs somebody to throw the ball in, and the ref sets it down. Kyla Moore will, and that kind of throws off the inbounds play a little bit. They'll get it on the post. Triple teamed in there, and a foul on Carney High. They kept swatting at it. That might be on Moran, and that is her third. That was not using the noggin there for Taylor. She's going to come out. She knew it too. Everybody was poking at the ball, and turning right into him was Stoltz. So three on her, and it's 20 to 20. Norfolk with the basketball. Get it to Moore on the left wing. Carney High has come out. And looks like they want to play man-to-man. Try to get it into Stoltz. It goes through her hands, though, and Snyder will pick up the loose basketball. Turnover number 12 for Norfolk. Snyder trying to weave her way through the maze. Turns it right back over. Picked up there by Yokim. She'll drive. She'll miss. Rebound. Snyder probably was over the back, but they didn't get it, so we can even out a foul from earlier. And the ball will be grabbed by Riley Johnson. And a second chance here for Norfolk. On the left elbow, kicking it back out top, being very patient here are the Panthers. Camping out in the lane is Stoltz, but she's double teamed, so they'll keep it around the perimeter to Jenna Yoakum. Yoakum pick and roll, but doesn't make the pass. To Moore, right side, Johnson. Guarded by Snyder. Into the paint, they finally get it to Stoltz, but she doesn't want it. That's the first time in a while she's got the basketball. Kick it over the left wing, 15-footer is on the way and no good by Hanson. Fritzen will get the rebound here for the Bearcats who checked in when the third foul was called on Moran. Snyder at the top of the circle, off the screen, jump stop in the lane, scoop shot, tough shot, no good. And Riley Johnson will grab the rebound. 20 to 20, two minutes into the quarter. Long outlet pass front court, driving and missing is Hanson again. Tries to get her own rebound, does. They're letting him play underneath and finally, Taylor Stoltz, We'll grab the loose basketball and score. And Norfolk has the lead at 22-20. Five and a half to go third quarter. Kind of sitting here just waiting for the Bearcats to catch fire. Open at the free throw line. Fritz and her jumper is no good. Rebound brought down by Stoltz. They try to double her and she'll get it off to Moore. And now Norfolk has numbers on the outlet. They'll kick it back to Moore, though. In the corner to Johnson. Riley, a couple of dribbles, swings it to the right side, to Hansen, back over to Johnson. <laughs> the entire Norfolk crowd saying, shoot the ball, and they finally do, but it's no good. Rebound brought down by Spiker, her second. And Clark brings it into the front court, open is Spiker, fakes the three, and gets grabbed on the way by. Jenna Yokum bit on the fake, and that'll be her second personal foul. First foul of the half here on Norfolk. Moran's going to come back in for Carney with those three fouls. And checking in for Norfolk will be Leah Bus and Allison Temple. You're listening to Bearcat Basketball on KXPN, Carney, KICS Hastings, and the World Wide Web at Platriverpreps.com. We'll be looking at our Seeds to Success, brought to you by your local Pioneer dealer, Craig Weaches, here in just a moment. But not much has happened here in the quarter. Spiker tries left baseline. Four shot, no good. Offensive of rebound. And Rost is going to be tied up. She grabbed the rebound, brought it down around her waist, and then a jump ball called, and it will belong to Norfolk. It was 20-17 at the half. Norfolk has a two-point bucket. Kearney has a three-point bucket, and it's 22-20. Panthers, four and a half to go third quarter. Norfolk with Cattlemore up top. There is not a lot of one-on-one work here in this basketball game so far. Nobody wants to put their head down beside Snyder and take it in. Now a jumper on the outside is good for Allison Temple, her first bucket of the ball game, and it's 24-20 Norfolk. That's their biggest lead of the night. Clark back up top spiker. Over to Snyder. Snyder going to try the three. It's over everything, and Carney has just won out of their last five from the outside, and we're going to get a timeout here by Coach Jason. Boy, they need to figure something out. Nine points in the first four minutes. 11 points in the next 16. 3.59 to go, third quarter. Norfolk Fork 24, Carney 20. This time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. With our producer-engineer, Billy Williams, I'm Doug Dua with, or Billy Thompson, sorry, Billy Billy Thompson with us here. He's new. I'm old. That's what it comes down to. Midway through the third quarter, 24-20, Norfolk with the lead. And the Panthers with the basketball. And then a big collision at the other end, a foul. Is it going to be on Norfolk, or is it going to be on Carney going for the loose basketball? And they're going to call it on Norfolk, so Got it right that time, and Moran a little slow to get up. She got dinged over there, or spiker. They're going to take Lauren out. That'll be a turnover on Norfolk, and Carney will get the ball back on the first foul against Leah Buss. Nothing intentional. It's just that they were both going for the basketball. And it'll be Carney trying to get it down low. Schneider, too deep, kicks it out to Ross. Back up top, Clark. She's wide open. She'll take that three. Hits the front of the iron. No good and crashing the board. Stoltz will grab it here for Norfolk. To Moore, outlet pass, front court bust. Did she walk? Yeah, she did. She thought she had an open lane to the hoop and shuffled her feet. 3.30 to go. Third quarter. Glad you're with us on this Friday night. Bearcats back home tomorrow against North Star. Mishu checks in, tries to lob it into Moran. The ball knocked away. Turnover number eight. Norfolk says, Here you go. We don't want it. Mishu takes it right back. And now freshman Alexa gets it into the front court to the trailer. Clark. Right side. Rost. Doesn't want the three-pointer. Spread the floor again. Trying to see what Coach Boyd was changing up during the timeout. Snyder running baseline. Over to Ross, she's open, 10-footer, good. The first two-point bucket of the ball game comes with 2.55 to go in the third quarter, and Carney's only down two, 24-22. And Norfolk double dribbles it. They've had some turnover problems and it's been in spurts for the Panthers. And now a timeout gonna be called here by the Panthers with 2.45 to go in the third quarter. Only two points have changed, but the Panthers give up the two and commit three straight turnovers. 24 22 Norfolk here on ESPN. The bank with a true Carney connection. Good things will happen.
2: No, Mom! It's Josh's turn! I had to take it out the last time! Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book.
1: Back to Norfolk. And we have a 24-22 score for the Panthers leading Carney high. Two and a half to go in the third quarter. And here's a three-pointer by Rost. She'll take the shot. No good. The ball's tipped out, and running it down will be Leah Buss and Carney not having the success from the outside anymore. Stoltz beats everybody back. Missed the layup. A break for Carney as the ball's tipped out, and Skyler Snyder will run it down. Bearcats need to take advantage now. Snyder bringing the ball up. Against that box and one, drives it to the baseline. Shot by Mishu and a blocked shot by Taylor Stoltz. And here they come the other way. Bus around traffic. Called for the foul is Kearney High. Bus walked again that time trying to get around the double team. And the foul on Mishu. Kearney has definitely had some opportunities. But boy, are they struggling. Now, the Bearcats were held to 37 against Lincoln East. They had a stretch there against North, Southwest, and East where they We're not scoring the ball, but over this winning streak, even the loss to Papillion South, they scored 62. I mean, they're averaging 60 points a game over their last five. They've got 22 with 2.02 to go here in the third. The free throw by Bus is up and in. And again, remember, Norfolk, even though they didn't have a great record, were 500 going to state last year, did make it to the finals. It was 9-0 Kearney in the first quarter, all threes, and they're down 26-22 as Bus hits both free throws. She's 4 of 5. At the line. Two minutes to go in the third quarter. Mishu up top to Clark. Over to Ross, left side of the key. Skip pass, right side to Mishu. Down on the block, they get it to Moran. Left hand in the paint, and she'll turn and score. And that's what the Bearcats have been missing. The first bucket of the game for Moran. Now they'll put on backcourt pressure. Norfolk gets it to Yoakum. Still in the backcourt. She throws it backward. And Snyder commits her fourth foul in the backcourt on a pass. And she will come out of the game, not where you expect to see the foul. But she was trying to get the steal. And now she'll be in trouble the rest of the game with those four fouls. Again, she has not been much of a factor. Only one bucket in the game against this box and one, but changes what Norfolk does defensively. 26-24, Norfolk with a basketball, a minute and a half to go in the third quarter. And the ball stolen away by Clark. Clark with the steal. Outlet pass, one-on-one. Ross takes it in. Layup good, and we are tied. Kelsey Clark, who's just been getting better and better, especially defensively this year, comes up with the key play there to tie it. In the front court, the Panthers will get the ball on the left wing to Yokum to Moore. Moore comes down the lane, has room, and it's blocked by Moran, and they call her for a fourth foul, and it's the same guy. If you've been with us the entire game, <laughs> He says he fouled her in the face. He didn't even touch her. Well, buckle in, folks. Carney's going to have to play better than average. That's four on Moran. I tell it like it is. I don't like to bring the officials into it unless you have to, and Moore misses it. She has not scored in the half after getting 12 in the first half. But on the road, Moran and Snyder each have four fouls in the third quarter. Second free throw by Moore. And it's short, no good. Rebound brought down by the Bearcats and Mariah Rost. And I'm pretty sure this is a state tournament crew. We've seen them before. They're a good crew. But one guy keeps blowing his whistle here against the Bearcats. 50 seconds to go in the third quarter. We're tied at 26. Carney still has a chance to take the lead. Clark out to Avery Wood. Wood swings it over to Rost. Mariah, one dribble back over to Clark. Back to Wood. Zero post presence right now for Carney, though, with Snyder and Moran on the bench. So Coach Boyd, might just tell him to pull out, play for the last shot, shorten the game here a little bit, and that's what he's going to do. (laughs) and Coach Boyd pointing out what to do here. Moore putting enough pressure on the ball. The five-second count is on, so Clark will dribble. 20 seconds to go. And now Moore says, okay, I'll just stand here and wait for you to do something. 10 seconds, Clark dribbles with the left hand to the wing, back up top to Mishu. Alexis off the screen, comes into the paint, the ball knocked away, the block shot, Erica Hansen. And can they get a shot away before the end of the quarter? Yes, but it is blocked by Jessica Fritson. And that is the end of the third quarter of play. Tied at 26. It's going to be a battle over the last eight minutes. North Fork and Carney High here on ESPN.
4: New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570.
1: Eight minutes of basketball in regulation. Kearney will start the fourth quarter tied at 26. It was not a pretty third. The Bearcats did outscore Norfolk nine to six. And Moran and Snyder have four fouls. So they continue to set the bench here to start the fourth quarter. Strubing has come in to try and help them on the post. But it didn't matter if Snyder or Moran were in there earlier. Nothing was going on inside. Against Norfolk's defense. So Clark for three more, but it's too strong. Carney is 6 of 16 from the outside. The ball ends up going out of bounds to Norfolk. One out of five here in the second half for the Bearcats. Norfolk didn't even attempt the three last quarter. After going three of five in the first, Carney tries to put a little pressure on which they should with more guards out there. But they'll finally throw over the top, get it to Moore. Oh, Moore had a chance to drive, decided to bring it out. Now dish it to Stoltz on the block, knocked away. Knocked away by Strubing. Turnover number 18 for Norfolk. And they'll slow it up with Clark. Carney has half as many with nine. Carney has been to the free throw line once in this game. Seven of 11 for Norfolk. Very deliberate right now for the Bearcats. They'll throw over the top, Mishu to Ross, back up top, Clark, right back to Mishu. Alexa for three, it's on the way, no good. Fighting for the rebound, Fritzen. Fritzen had it momentarily, but picked up there by Riley Johnson and an outlet pass to Yoakam in the front court. Good crossover, takes it in. Knocked out of her hands by Clark. And that was one of those where Clark probably thought she committed the foul because she pulled her hands back real quick. She knows that anything has been called right now on the Cats. And Moore to throw it in underneath the North Fork Hoop. Up top, Yoakam back to Moore as she swings over to the left wing. 12 in the first half, none in the second half. Boys game will follow. Always tough Norfolk against the Bearcats. Up and coming Kearney as they try to throw it inside and turned over again. Fritzen with the steal. And then before a foul can be called on Norfolk, a palm is called on Kearney High. So the Bearcats give it right back. 26-26, six and a half to go. And this is as much as the Bearcats have struggled in a long, long time. Again, almost all their points are from three-point land. They've got three two-point buckets, and all of those are in the second half as Yoakam gets a good bounce pass through the lane and a foul on Clark. The layup is good for Temple. Something that we hadn't seen from Norfolk much. Kelsey Clark. Carney started to overplay the ball, trying to force the steal. Norfolk was able to get through it and find the open player and a chance at a three-point play for Temple. Her first free throw of the night is good. Five points now for Allison Temple. Norfolk 29, Carney 26, 6.15 to go in the game. Here on ESPN Radio, Doug Duda with you. Up into the northeast corner of GNAC country and a timeout going to be called here by Carney High, brought to you by Nebraska-Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska-Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska-Land National Bank member, FDIC, Norfolk 29, Carney 26.
0: Did you know that people with a savings plan are two times more likely to save for retirement? Make a plan to have a financially secure future. Nebraska Land National Bank offers individual retirement accounts with a variety of tax advantages, so you can find one that fits your plan. We want to help you succeed. Stop into one of our branches today. Minimum to open an IRA variable savings account is $20 with no minimum balance requirements. Member
2: FDIC.
1: Nebraska Land National Bank. Don't forget, tomorrow, coverage of the Heartland Hoops Classic starts on Classic Hits, ends on Classic Hits, and in the afternoon is right here on ESPN Radio because we also have district wrestling. Snyder comes back in, and she is run over, and our friend calls a foul on Norfolk. It's going to be on Jenna Yokum, and he almost seemed embarrassed to do it, like he mistakenly blew his whistle. 29-26, Norfolk. Carney ball underneath their own hoop. Looking, looking, have to go to the outlet, and Ross is wide open, top of the key three. We're tied. Mariah Ross with her second three, and she has 10 points now in the ball game to lead the way for the Bearcats. Spiker has eight. They were all in the first half, and now Ross steals the basketball. She actually ran into the official, but was able to gain control to Snyder, left corner. Puts the ball on the floor. She's double-teamed. Dumps it down to Moran. Swings it right side. Spiker. Lauren for three. Off the heel. No good. Backside rebound. Grabbed by Norfolk. And Erica Hansen has it. Snyder getting very aggressive. Needs to be a little more careful with those four fouls as the ball is deflected away. Off of the Bearcats to Norfolk. Five and a half to go. Tied at 29. Each team with three points. Here in the quarter, Ross hitting the three. And... Temple doing it the old-fashioned way for Norfolk. Five fouls and the half on Carney, three on Norfolk. Jump ball goes the way of Norfolk. If we have another tie-up. With it is Joachim at the top of the circle. Now decides to drive right side of the key. Off balance, puts it up no good, but Stoltz has the good box out. She missed it. And a foul on Kearney High. By our friend... I'm telling you, folks, I think one official hasn't blown his whistle. And that's it for Moran. Taylor's going to just probably sleep on the bus on the way home. She won't be very tired. She didn't get a chance to play tonight. So at the line will be Taylor Stoltz to shoot two. Moran fouls out. Two points, two rebounds, 5-12 to go. now coming in for Norfolk will be Leah Buss. You can do that when you have already a substitution coming in. No need to wait between the free throws. So at the line, Stoltz has one bucket, no free throw attempts. The first of two is up and no good. Seeds to Success are brought to you by Craig Weaches, your Pioneer seeds dealer. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. The second free throw by Stoltz is up and in for Norfolk. It's time to pound it inside. Let Kyla Moore do what she does with the basketball. If she can get there, shoot it. If not, dish it off for Carney. It's not necessarily getting Snyder involved. It's getting something happening inside without post presence and driving in Ross. Puts up the runner, no good. Ball loose. We're going to get a jump. The arrow points the way of Norfolk, as jumping on that one was Erica Hansen for her third rebound. So those are your seeds to success, brought to you by Craig Weaches, your Pioneer seed dealer. 4.50 to go in the game. Each team has three timeouts remaining. Backcourt pressure by the Bearcats. Clark went for the steal, couldn't get it. Johnson to Moore, but there is a defender everywhere you look right now for both teams. Moore trying to do what we were talking about, dribble drive, but Clark cuts her off. Swings it into the left-hand corner to Hansen. Back to Moore, left side. Man-to-man for Kearney High. Moore and Hansen playing catch over the left wing. Here's a ball screen that gets Moore into the paint, has room, drives, and there it is. She scores her first points of the second half. Kyla Moore now with 14, 32-29. Snyder, a pull-up three in transition is no good. Fritzen crashes the boards. And we got a foul called underneath, and I think this is going to go Against Norfolk. And it's on Kyla Moore. And I want to be fair. That wasn't much. Fritzen's the one that came crashing in there. And Moore picks up her second foul. Lob up top into the hands of Carney High's Mariah Ross, who's had a great game for her tonight, well above her average. Dribbling at the top of the circle. Still a box and one on Snyder. Clark with it, down three. Snyder on the left elbow, just forces her way down to paint, and at least draws the foul. She'll get two free throws. The foul will be called on Riley Johnson, her second. And at the line, Skylar Snyder. She hit a three-pointer back in the first quarter. She averages 20 a game. Her first free throw of the night is good. But what's been in the past is in the past, and there's 3.58 to go to decide who's going to win this game. 32-30, Norfolk. Again, six fouls on Carney, five on Norfolk. Already fouling out is Taylor Moran. Snyder has four for Norfolk. Yoakam is the only player with three or more. Second free throw, Snyder. Got them both. So she has five. It's 32-31. And now Coach Boyd's going to do as much offensive, defensive substituting as he can with Skyler. Snyder brings her out. And the Bearcats have Avery Wood back in there. Spiker, Clark, Fritzen, and Rost. Norfolk against the pressure has Allison Temple. The more she dribbles it across right in front of the scorer's table. Trying to get out of that double team. And a timeout called by Norfolk so that they don't turn the basketball over. A 30-second timeout will leave Norfolk with 2. 3.47 to go in the game. This is a 32-31 Norfolk lead. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. The 3Ls of PlatteRiverPreps.com.
2: Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to pass events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news covering
1: over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to platteriverpreps.com. Home stretch basketball here. Girls final, Loomis 53, Pleasanton 41 tonight on Classic Hits. The boys' game will be coming up in a little bit. We've got Norfolk Carney here about eight. Norfolk trouble getting it in and a five second call after a timeout. Ouch, 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 ouch for Norfolk, but a good thing for Carney High. And that is the 20th timeout or 20th turnover for Norfolk here tonight compared to Carney for 11, and Carney will have it, and coming out for a breather is Taylor Stoltz for Norfolk. And the Bearcats will put it in the hands of Kelsey Clark, looking to take the lead back here for the first time in the second half to Ross. Crossover down the lane, got tripped up. We got a reach-in foul before any shot attempt, and that'll be the last foul of the game without free throws, and it's on Kyla Moore, her third, and the team's sixth, and Norfolk, they're instructed to guard Skylar Snyder even when the ball is not in play and it's out around half court, so give them credit for that. Into Spiker. Spiker quickly attacks the paint, puts it up from eight and hits it. In the Bearcats lead. Spiker with her first bucket of the second half. She's got 10. Rost has 10. 33, 32. Carney high. Three and a half to go. Can Moore get it going here again for the Norfolk Lady Panthers? Well, Yoakam's open. She drives and getting in the way that time was Mariah Ross. There's been so few put your head down and drive moments in this game. You kind of get caught flat-footed. That's what happened to Mariah. Her first and that'll be the seventh team foul at the line to shoot a one-and-one. Jenna Yokim. she is one of two so far in the game and the free throw is up and it is good. On the season, Norfolk is a 61% free throw shooting team. Second free throw by Yokum is up and good. She's got them both, and it's back to a Norfolk one-point lead. 34-33 is always a big thank you to our many fine sponsors as we continue to fill up for the boys' game. I think the JV boys just finished up over there, so the crowd's starting to roll in. Carney down one, trying to make something happen. Snyder double-teamed into the paint. Fritzen, nine-footer, in and out, no good, battling for the rebound. Fritzen is going to be fouled again. Well, there's two times Fritzen has got the benefit of the 50-50 or 40-60 call. And Fritzen will go to the line now to shoot a one-and-one. One. That's the fourth foul on Jenna Yoakum for Norfolk, And the free throw is off the heel and no good. Ball is yanked down by Yokum, who committed the foul. and up the floor to bus. So Carney had a chance there to take advantage. Couldn't connect on the free throw. 34-33. Moore with it. Kyla holds it outside. Plenty of time. 2.40 to go against the man-to-man defense. Clark on her. Over to Bus. Not much attacking right now. Norfolk really killing time. Over to the right wing to Temple. Back out top to Johnson. Swings it over to Moore. That's fine. All day left here. Carney has to stay patient. Back out front to Bus. All the way at midcourt now she is. And Carney is attacking them. All over the floor. Backside is wide open, but they continue to throw it to mid court. Now to the high post. Yokim spins, takes it in, lays it up, and scores. So they got the floor spread. And Norfolk now with four in a row leads it by three. Up to Rost. Rost tries to step through a double team. Forces a tough shot. It's short, no good. And the rebound brought down by Leah Bus. And then as they try to get it to Moore, we've got a collision in front of the scorer's table. And a foul on Rost. And just when Carney got the lead, it has turned sour for the Bearcats. Four in a row for Norfolk, and a chance to get two more here, with 154 to go in the game. On the Bearcats' eighth foul, and it is Kyla Moore at the line to shoot the one and one. Moore on the season, a 63% free throw shooter. Bearcats needed to drop that a couple of notches right here. And the free throw to make it a two possession game is off the front, off the back, and in. 15 now for Kyla Moore. Don't forget when we're done. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post game show. All the final stats, and then on to the boys' game. Second free throw now for Moore. On the way, and it is good. 16 for the sophomore, Kyla Moore. Norfolk 38, Carney 33. Six in a row for the Panthers. In less than, a, well, in about a minute, we should say. Because they wasted a lot of time there before Yoakam hit the layup. Strubing comes in for the Bearcats and gets it to Clark. Snyder time. They get a tour on the left wing. Let's see if Skyler can just dribble her way around. A couple of defenders. More all over her. Tries to get into the double team and gets the foul called. Snyder doing the right thing. I like it. It's dangerous. You got two kids poking at it, but a foul called. On Erica Hansen, now you have to hit the free throws. Or no, they're going to call it on Moore, her fourth, instead of the first on Hansen. And Skyler Snyder hit a couple of free throws earlier this quarter. Now there for a one and one. 141 to go in the game. Norfolk 38, Carney 33. See what Snyder can do. Skyler puts it up, and it is flat, and it is no Good. Stoltz will get her sixth rebound, and then a jump ball, and the arrow points the way of Carney. Norfolk fans didn't like that one from our friend. 1.39 to go. Norfolk with their 21st turnover. Carney gets it underneath their own hoop, but they need to make something offensively happen right here. Get this down to a one-possession game. Clark to throw it in. Clark throws it all the way up top to Rost, back in the corner, Clark, open three, it's short, and the rebound, Stoltz. She was the only one over there that had a chance to rebound that basketball, Carney one of six in the quarter, two of 10 in the half from three-point range. Snyder tries to poke it away from Moore with those four fouls. 120 to go, Snyder can't foul, they'll get it to the back side, knocked away by Fritzen, loose on the floor, it'll at least be a jump ball, no! It won't be a jump ball. They let him fight for it. Johnson wins the battle, and then a timeout called by Norfolk. They'll have one remaining. One twelve 12 to go here in the fourth quarter of play. 38-33. Norfolk has the ball and the lead when we return.
0: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Main, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing.
1: Welcome back to Norfolk High School. Norfolk has the ball on a five-point lead. 112 to go in the game, and Norfolk will easily get it into bus. Wood right up on her. What's the Carney strategy? They're not fouling right away. Almost knocked away by Mishu, and now she will commit the foul on Jenna Yokum, who is three of four at the line. That is the third foul on Mishu. The ninth team foul. So a one-and-one one coming up. Yoakam at the line, a 71% free-throw shooter. Bus and Moore over 60%. Free throw up and good. And Norfolk can ice this away from the line. This is actually their biggest lead of the game, six points. And they've scored seven in a row. They have had three runs today that have really carried the way. For most of the game, they haven't done much. Second free throw is up, and it is in. Yokum, 4 of 4 in the quarter, 6 total in the quarter, and 10 points. 40 to 33, a minute, 3 to go. Carney can't waste time. Up the floor, Clark. Clark swings it over to Fritzen, trying to get a screen back to Kelsey. Looking at threes to Spiker. She's got an open three, and it is off the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by Johnson, and the Bearcats just turned cold here in the second half. A foul will send Moore to the line. That's the 10th foul, so she'll get two free throws. And it's called on Lauren Spiker. Her first, the team's 10th, but this is going to be one of those that Jason Boyd and his kids are going to scratch their head and go, how did we lose this basketball game? Norfolk played okay defense, but there wasn't anything special in this game tonight. It was just an off night in the second half for the Bearcats. And the free throw by Moore is no good. Carney does have three timeouts. If they can go bucket timeout, bucket timeout, and hold Norfolk without scoring, they've still got an outside shot, but you're looking at a mini miracle right now. Norfolk, 14 points in the fourth, most from the line. Moore missed them both, and the rebound tipped away, but it's pulled down by Mariah Rost to Snyder. Snyder, off the screen, comes right side, now backs up. She's double teamed. That means somebody's got to be open. Snyder wants the shot. She's triple teamed, and then almost thrown away. Fritzen has it. Fritzen swings it into the corner. Back out to Clark. Three-pointer on the way. It is no good. And we get a jump ball. The arrow points the way of Norfolk. Kyla Moore, 20 seconds to go. This one's over. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up. Norfolk will go to 12 and 8. Carney will also be 12-8 after the game and go home against Lincoln Northstar tomorrow night. Foul with 16 seconds to go. We'll send more to the line for two more. Second on Clark, the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is coming up next here on ESPN. KXPN, Carney, KICS, Hastings, and online at platriverpreps.com. The boys game won't get started until close to 8-10. 10 but it's a short drive home, so no big deal. As long as they get the win, that's all we matter. That's all it that matters, right, Bearcat fans? Free throw up and good by Moore. She's got five of the quarter, 17 of the game, 41 33. And the second free throw by Moore on the way, and it is good. 10 straight for the Panthers, 42 33. One more chance here for the Bearcats. Snyder will bring it up the floor. Gets fouled. No reason for Norfolk to reach in, but they do. Hanson with her first. Snyder a season low, five points right now. She will go to the line to shoot the one and one. With 10 seconds to go in the game. Again, the three games remaining, next two at home, North Star tomorrow, Columbus next Friday, and then off to Omaha Benson. All three teams below 500. free throw good by Snyder. And that will snap the 10-0 run by the Panthers. Second free throw now by Snyder. On the way, and it is good. Avery Wood will check in, 42-35. And all Norfolk has to do is get it in. And that should be the end of the basketball game. Erica Hansen to throw it in. Looking for Moore. They get it to Moore, but a foul. And it'll give Moore a chance to add to her point total. She's already got 18. Can get to the magic 20 if she hits them both here. Everybody just kind of... Waiting for this to get over. Congratulate the teams. Drawn out fourth quarter here. The free throw is on the way by Moore. It's no good. Both teams sub. With seven point game with nine and a half to go. Seconds, not minutes. Second free throw now for Moore. And it is on the way. And good, so 19 tonight for Kyla Moore. 43-35, Carney gets it into Snyder. Skyler will come up the floor, looks for one more shot. She's covered into the corner to Spiker. Her three-pointer is no good, and that is the ball game. The final score, the Norfolk Lady Panthers, after falling down 9-0 out of the gate, are able to win the ball game 43-35. And the 35 points scored tonight by Carney High is a season low for the Bearcats. Both teams are now 12-8, and eight, and we'll look at the final numbers of the New West Postgame show right after this. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's And welcome back to High School Basketball here from Norfolk. As always, a big thank you to Dennis Dolliver and the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school hoops. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show, certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. 4335 Norfolk. Here is a look at the final numbers. Carney just had. Their five starters score the ball game this evening. No bench points. It was a good game for Mariah Ross 10 points, four rebounds. Kelsey Clark, six points, one rebound, one block. Lauren Spiker, 10 points, two rebounds. Jessica Fritzen, three rebounds and a block. Taylor Moran, saddled with foul trouble all night long, fouled out with 5.12 to go. Two points, two rebounds. And Skylar Snyder, seven points four rebounds, and one block shot. Seven rebounds in the first half, nine in the second half. Free throw shooting, two of two in the first half, four of six in the second half. Three points shooting, five of 11 in the first half, but just two of 13 in the second half for Carney. Six turnovers in the first half and five in the second. 17 points at halftime, 18 points in the second half. Carney held to a season low, 35 points, 16 rebounds, Six out of eight at the free throw line, seven of 24 from three point land. They had three block shots and 11 turnovers, and Kearney falls tonight to 12 and eight, and they'll be home against Lincoln North Star tomorrow night. We'll take a break and be back with the final numbers for Norfolk right after this. Let's take a look now at the final numbers of the basketball game for the Norfolk Lady Panthers. They also had five players score in the game led by Kyla Moore, 19 points, five rebounds. Erica Hanson, three rebounds and a block. Leah Bus, six points, four rebounds. Riley Johnson, six rebounds. Allison Temple, five points. She really helped out off the bench tonight for the Norfolk Lady Panthers. Jenna Yokum, steady all night. Ten points, two rebounds, and a block. And Taylor Stoltz, three points, a team high, seven rebounds, and one block shot. Nine rebounds in the first half, but 18 in the second half. Free throw shooting, five of seven in the first half. 13 out of 19 in the second half. Three point shooting, Norfolk three of five in the first half. They didn't even attempt one in the second half. And turnovers for Norfolk, 11 in the first half, and... A total of 10 in the second half. 20 points in the first half, 23 in the second half. And Norfolk finishes the night with 43 points, 27 rebounds, 18 out of 26 at the free throw line compared to 6 of 8 for Kearney. They were 3 of 5 from 3-point land, 3 blocks, 21 turnovers, but they're able to overcome the turnovers where they were minus 10 in the game tonight and improved to 12 and 8 with a 43-35 win. Over the Carney Bearcats, a 10-0 run in the fourth quarter, able to give them that lead after they were down 33-32. And up next for Norfolk, they will be traveling to Lincoln East tomorrow, then it's off to Lincoln Northeast and hosting Omaha Central. And you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show here on ESPN Radio. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll be back in about 20 minutes. They've actually even put more time on the clock in between uh, here. I don't know if they'll change that or not, but there's still 22 minutes on the clock. But we will be back with Bearcat Boys Basketball. Don't forget, Loomis Pleasanton currently playing on Classic Hits 98.9. The tomorrow, all eight games of the Heartland Hoops Classic and the D3 District Wrestling Finals from Cambridge on our network of stations at PlatteRiverPreps.com. For our producer-engineer, Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda. Keep it here for Bearcat Boys Basketball. The Bearcat Girls fall to Norfolk, 43-35.
2: The preceding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.